So let's talk about how to destroy your life. Well, let's talk about how not to, but we'll use this as an epic example. Welcome to The Underestimated Entrepreneur, where I share mindset, lifestyle, and business hacking tips, tools, and some painful lessons along my journey from growing my businesses and also working with some of the top entrepreneurs, business leaders, and professional athletes. If you don't know who I am, I'm Michael Mojo. I'm the founder of Mojo Human Performance Institute, where we focus on business mindset and lifestyle hacking for driven mofos. And the reason why I do these is because most people waste their life and I just don't want you to be one of them. So let's talk about why so many people end up having these huge destructive parts of their life where they destroy their relationship, where they can destroy their mental health. And what are some of the common patterns? And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because I was just scrolling through Facebook the other day and I came across this talk where this guy was talking about his partner. He was married to an influencer. I guess you could call him an influencer. And he was saying how he ended up having to break up and walk away from the relationship because she was so mentally destructive because everything had to be perfect. Now, I've seen this happen so many times through our events where people have had this perfect life planned out where they would go to school, get good grades, go to university. They might come out of university, get a job, get a career, get a relationship, get engaged, get married, have kids, buy the house, white picket fence. You know, all of that fantasy bullshit or the fairy tale stuff that I think a lot of our society subscribe to. Other people, they might end up leaving school and then they, you know, meet the partner or whatever, and then they get married, have kids and whatever it is. But anyway, this is becoming more and more prevalent right now because of the influence of social media. Now, this guy was saying how his wife destroyed the experience of their daughter's first steps because she was filming the daughter's first steps and there was a cup in the background and afterwards she flipped her shit and got upset and said how he'd ruined the whole experience because there was a cup on the table and she couldn't have that. And he said their house always had to be perfect. You could never have any clothes around the house. You know, essentially when he took clothes off, he had to be careful about where he put them or where he left them because she would just lose her fucking mind if there was anything left lying around the house. He couldn't leave a cup on the side. He couldn't have a drink bottle. Everything had to be immaculate because she consistently filmed stuff for Instagram or social media and everything had to be perfect. Now, this leads to absolute mental destruction and can lead to huge bouts of depression. And let me explain. When someone has an idealistic life and life doesn't live up to that idealism, it can lead to massive depressive ruts. And I've worked with a lot of people like this over the years where their idealistic life doesn't match the experience of the life that they have. Now, if you have an idealism, which is too hard to live by, like everything has to be perfect. You have to have financial freedom. Everyone has to like you. You have to have a huge social media following. Then most days your life will never meet that expectation. And when it doesn't, you'll feel like shit. I've also seen this when I've worked with people in the past with postnatal depression. If a woman has an expectation around how a pregnancy is supposed to be and they set themselves up to have this amazing experience and the experience doesn't live up to that expectation, it can cause huge emotional ruts. Now, there can be other things like hormonal issues and so on, but I've just seen it happen quite a lot where if a person goes into a pregnancy or childbirth or even raising a child where they have high expectations, or they even have a fantasy where the child's always gonna be happy, where everything's gonna be easy, or they're gonna be this amazing great mother, and then they find themselves judging and criticizing the way that they're parenting, then it can lead to these depressive ruts. Now, this can happen quite a lot just in life in general. Anytime we have an idealism, that idealism or that fantasy has to be broken, which then can lead to a nightmare or suffering or mental chaos, or again, 
depressive thoughts, depressive feelings. Some of the people that I've seen over the years who I've had to deal with, who have had suicidal thoughts, or even some of them that were pretty much on the edge of killing themselves, a lot of them had this idealistic life that they couldn't live up to, which then made them feel like shit consistently. So it's really, really important to crack those fantasies. And like I said, unfortunately, there is this huge market at the moment or these huge groups of people who are looking on Instagram and looking on social media and seeing people with you know, the perfect lifestyle and they're comparing their life to that. There's only one way that you can feel when you do that, and that is like shit. So it's not a good idea. I meet a lot of business owners and they go, well, my business isn't where yours is. Now, that comparison can make them feel like shit. It can make them depressed. It can make them feel anxious. It can make them feel stressed. It can make them feel like they're not good enough. All of those comparisons will fuck up a person. Now, Sigmund Freud talked a lot about this when he spoke about something known as a super ego. You may have heard me talk about it before in some of the previous podcasts or if you've been to my events. So when we have what he calls a super ego, it's the implanted values of others. Now, when we look up to others, we naturally have to put ourselves down. So please understand that whenever you're looking up to somebody else and thinking they have something that I don't, you naturally intrinsically start to put yourself down. Now, the more that you consistently do that, the more you'll put yourself down and beat yourself up. Now, for some people, it's a bit of an ignition switch because for a lot of people out there, and I used to do this quite a lot when I was younger, I would compare myself to others. It would really piss me off. I'd judge myself. I'd get angry and frustrated. And then that would give me the aggression and the drive to get shit done. And so that became my strategy for motivation. The problem with that, though, is that you burn out quite consistently. And when you burn out, you'll feel depressed. You'll beat yourself up. You'll get all stressed out. You'll hate yourself. You'll feel like you're a piece of shit until... Your energy boosts back up again, then you go, right, let's go. And then you work really, really hard again, or you push really, really hard, but it will be an aggressive drive or an anger drive. It's just based on a lot of insecurities, but you'll always have insecurities when you compare yourself to others. So it's really important to keep cracking those fantasies. Now, there's different tools out there to do this. I teach some of these tools to be able to do that at our leadership event called Triumph. The reason why I do it is you can't be a great leader when you're consistently comparing yourself to others because you will naturally put yourself down inside of your own mind. This is also the problem with a lot of therapies that are out there these days, is that most therapists don't understand that what happens internally doesn't always suit what happens externally. There's something known as a persona. A persona is a mask that we wear. Now, all humans have a persona, and we also have a personality. The personality is who we believe we are, and the persona is the mask that we wear. Those two things can be in conflict consistently. Some people appear confident, but on the inside, they feel really unconfident. There are some people out there who have an amazing body and everyone around them will say, you've got a great body, you look beautiful, you're stunning. And on the inside, those people may feel fat, disgusting, and horrible, which then can lead to eating disorders or poor relationships with food. I used to deal with a lot of these issues when I worked with the bodybuilding industry years ago. And I would have these amazing women who would come in and I would work with them and they would have these huge disorders or these feelings of inadequacy where they would hate themselves, feel like shit, they'd be in tears. But they had some of the most amazing bodies on the planet because they're in that bodybuilding sports model, bikini model sort of industry. And so the persona and the personality can consistently be in conflict with each other. So we just have to be aware of that because there are so many people on social media these days that show this perfect idealistic lifestyle, which then other people out there compare themselves to those people. It makes them feel like shit. They start beating themselves up. But then also the people that we're looking up to may also be in internal conflict because they're living a lifestyle that's non-congruent with who they really are and not in balance with what's really going on. So we just have to be aware of these things. Now, the more you understand human behavior and the more you work in this field, the easier it is to pick those. I pick it pretty quickly with most people. You can tell people who are overconfident, 
They're normally hiding something and it's normally an insecurity. Also, when you understand value systems, values create insecurities. So my highest value is learning, but I'm also insecure about my knowledge, which is why I keep learning. Some people are insecure about money, which is why they keep earning and they're driven hard to wanna to earn. There are some people out there who are insecure in their relationship, which is why they keep growing in their relationship. Really that insecurity, if it's in a balanced format and it's controlled, will help you to grow and create your drive. If it's out of control, it will create burnout, it'll create stress, and it will create emotional self-destruction, which is what a lot of society go through. So coming back to this episode or this thing that I was watching the other day with this guy talking about his wife and why they had to separate, and he was just saying you know, that the idealistic, perfect lifestyle that she had created was also destroying her life. It was destroying her mental health. It had destroyed her intimate relationship. Now, essentially, she is single, so she's a single mother with a child where she's got to separate her time with her child between now her ex-partner and herself. So slowly her life's falling apart. Now there's a reduction in income as well because she's not being supported by her partner. These are all problems, all created from trying to live an idealistic delusional lifestyle, which is the perfect life. And the perfect life doesn't exist. Every life has both sides. This is also why when I'm out and about, sometimes people come up and they froth a little bit, especially if I'm in one of my cars, and they'll say, you know, you're so lucky. Now, if they really knew what luck was, it's a lot of hard work, it's a lot of late nights, it's a lot of sleepless nights, it's a lot of personal growth, it's a lot of chaos, it's a lot of stress over the years. But if it's something that you enjoy, then you just keep going at it. But it's sure as shit not easy. It's not idealistic, it's not a fantasy life. Like there are always challenges when you're growing. And that's why also I bring these podcasts to people and also why we have our No BS Business Hacks for Driven Mofos Facebook group. Because a lot of the things that we're being taught in our society lead to these mental crises that a lot of people have or these meltdowns, stress, anxiety, because of these unrealistic expectations that so many people in this day and age create and put on themselves about the way that they should live. And it just fucks most people up. And I think that it's really, really unfair and it takes away the fulfillment in most people's lives. I remind myself every day that we're a day closer to dying or I'm a day closer to dying. So I might as well do the things that inspire me every day and that I enjoy and I enjoy growing a business and I enjoy learning, I enjoy teaching. These are the things that I love to do. So I just keep doing them. And if I don't enjoy it, then I just take a day off. And normally that enjoyment comes back again. But we really have to be aware that no matter what we do, there's always going to be challenges. There's always going to be stress. There's always going to be struggle. There is always stuff that's going on behind the scenes. What I know is that every human being on the planet has criticisms and frustrations and this emotional roller coaster. But it's just really, really unfortunate that with any form of media, things get overemphasized. And with social media, people overemphasize the great things that happen to them. And then they also play the victim card when they can get attention and they can get whatever they want from other people around them and manipulate situations and manipulate people due to the cards that they play on social media. And also just the general media do it as well. They amplify all these situations in life, which can make people feel up and excited and make people feel shit and down and depressed and unhappy and fearful and afraid. So we just really have to understand that everything in life is always balanced in some way, shape or form. I don't want to go into this too much in this episode because I just want to say that really, if you're one of those people out there who keep thinking that you're going to have this idealistic lifestyle where everything's going to be easy, it won't. It'll be just as hard. So many people that I meet and come across say, Michael, I want an easy life you do not understand the mental torture that you're putting yourself in just by thinking that. Life doesn't get any easier. I tell people, get the fuck over it. It doesn't get any easier. You just take on different challenges and you either choose the challenges or the challenges choose you. Now the challenges choose you when you don't choose your own challenges. So you're either in control of your life or your life is out of control. And if you're in control, you consistently take on challenges, you grow, you push yourself, you learn, you adapt, 
You'll have both pleasure and pain in things. There'll be both good and bad in things. You'll have challenges sometimes. You'll have support in other times. And it's all part of a cycle to help us grow. If we cut all the bullshit out of our lives and what we've been taught, everything in nature has to grow or die. Full stop. So if you're not consistently growing in every area of life, from the area of health, to the area of mindset, to the area of wealth creation, to the area of career or business, those areas are dying in your own life. So it's important that we keep growing. Now, in order to grow, we have to have stress and pressure in order to grow. So if we're not consistently taking on new stresses and new pressure, then life will give us pressure and stress to force us to grow. And if we choose not to grow, then the pressure and stress gets worse. There's something that Dr. John Martini published in one of his advanced courses, which is called Mojo's Law. And it's a law that I came up with based on a physics principle. And it essentially is that the more that you resist things in life and the more that you separate yourself from what's really true, the more pressure is created in life because pressure always tries to push something back to a center point or to a singularity. The more we keep resisting growth in our own life and the more we keep resisting stress and pressure and challenge and criticism, the more we keep doing these things and avoiding what most people label as being negative, the more we keep ending up with more negative shit in our own life and we go through these vicious cycles. Because most people who try to be happy all the time keep going through these phases of uncontrolled unhappiness or pain or suffering because that's the way that they choose to live. It was Confucius who said that the key to unhappiness is chasing happiness. So it is important to realize that as adults, our life is just our life. We're either growing or we're dying, we're either expanding or contracting. And if we focus more on that than our emotional states or appearing to be this perfect person or having this perfect idealistic life, then life's so much easier because you're in control now. Things get out of control when you keep trying to live a one-sided, idealistic, perfect life. And that's why so many people, I believe in this day and age, are fucked up mentally or are getting mentally fucked up with depression, anxiety, eating disorders, drug addiction, all those things. There's lots of different reasons, but that is one of the main sources that I've come across consistently where when you talk to them, they'll say, I just wish I had an easy life. I wish everything was easy. And you go, well, now I know why it's challenging and tough. Some people say, you know, I don't know why everyone just can't get along and everything should be easy. And I don't know why people criticize and judge. I just wish everyone would all get along. Well, the truth is there's 7 billion people on the planet with different beliefs, different philosophies, different ideals, different upbringings. There's no fucking way in hell that 7 billion people will get along. In fact, if I locked you in your own house with your family for two weeks, you would probably fight and argue just in that house, judge and criticize each other. So if your closest loved ones can't even get along for an extended period of time, how do you think 7 billion people are going to get along? Yet, most of our society still think that, well, people shouldn't criticize, people shouldn't judge. And then they take all that stuff personally without realizing that just different people live different lifestyles and they have different beliefs and different upbringings. That's just the way that they are. When you start to crack those patterns and understand a lot of the laws of nature and also a lot of the laws of human behavior, and that really our brain is looking for balance because that's where optimum growth happens, and also optimum growth happens with a balance of challenge and also a balance of support. And if we have over support, we stagnate. And if we have over challenge, it crushes us. So we need a perfect balance. And we're trying to navigate that every day of the week, both mentally, emotionally, through our actions, through our behaviors to live this, I guess you could say an optimal life, but an optimal life sure as shit isn't one-sided and it sure as shit not perfect in the general sense that most people think about perfection. And anyway, if you think about perfectionism, Perfectionism is the implanted values of others because we try to impress or please others and think that if everything's perfect, then people will like us or things, you know, we won't be judged or we won't be criticized. So really, perfectionism is just the implanted values of others and we're insecure. So we try to please everybody else around us. 
when you realize that there's no such thing as perfectionism because you can't please others around you and that you don't have to live by the implanted values of others, then you just get shit done and you'll be heaps more productive. But anyway, I thought I would share this episode. If you love it, remember, hop across to my social media pages. Hit me up. Remember to follow or like. I'm always sharing different content on different platforms as well. It's Michael Mojo double zero on most platforms. If you type in Michael Mojo on any of the social media platforms, you'll see my pages on there. But hit me up. Let me know what you're thinking about these episodes so far. Or if you've got any questions, I'd love to hear from you. If you've been listening to them, I'd love to hear. I know a lot of you have been sharing the podcast with other people as well. I really do appreciate it. And also thank you to everyone who has been rating the podcast and also writing reviews on the Apple app as well, because those reviews, I do read through them and I do appreciate them. So thank you everyone out there who is doing that. Anyway, the reason why I do these podcasts and these episodes is because most people waste their life and I just don't want you to be one of them. Anyway, Driven Mofos, never underestimate the dream. Peace out.